0: The rescue team has already been working for hours, digging the ruins of a crashed building, hoping to find anybody there. And they reached a woman's body. It was cold and stiff. It told them that she had passed away for sure. The woman was found in a somewhat bowling position and was hugging something. The team left this building and we are going to search the next collapsed building. For some reasons, the team leader was driven by a compelling force to go back to the building of the dead woman. He knelt down and used his hand through the narrow cracks to search the little space under the dead body. Everybody was shocked. There was a three months old little boy wrapped in a flowery blanket under his mother's dead body. The medical doctor came quickly to examine the little boy. After he opened the blanket, he saw a cell phone inside the blanket. There was a text message on the screen. It said, if you can survive, You must remember that I love you. This woman had made an ultimate sacrifice in order to save her son. This cell phone was passing around from one hand to another. Everybody that read the message wept. There is no love like that of a mother. But there is one far greater than the love that a mother has for her child. Genesis 15 verses 9 to 12 and 17 And God said to Abraham, Bring me a three-year-old hypha and a three-year-old female goat, and a three-year-old ram, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two, and laid each half opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds. The birds of prey came down upon the carcasses, and Abraham drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and behold, terror and great darkness fell upon him. It came about when the sun had set that it was very dark, and behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a flaming torch which passed between the species. God had just established a covenant with Abraham. A man, a sinful man. A covenant in which failure to keep the covenant meant death being cut into two like the animal that was used for the covenant. For in Jeremiah 34 verse 18, the Lord says, Because you have broken the terms of our covenant, I will cut you apart just as you cut apart the calf when you walked between its halves to solemnize our vows. Covenants are always bilateral or conditional. But this covenant was a unilateral one, unconditional. For God did not allow Abraham to walk through the pieces, but rather, someone else took his place. The Burning lamp, which is a depiction of Christ. When the Lord walked through the peace, he was simply saying, I will do my best to keep the covenant, but in case I fail to keep my own end of the covenant, you can kill me. And Abram, I know you are a man, you are prone to failure and mistakes. And in case you fail to keep yours, I will also die in your place. And man will always be man. We failed to keep ours and it ended up costing God, His only begotten Son. We broke the covenant and He took our place on the cross. He was oppressed, He was afflicted, yet He did not open His mouth. And He was led like a lamb to the slaughter and His body was torn on the cross. Jesus was the lamp that took the place of Abraham, the lamp that went through the pieces. He is the candle that burns itself up to give light to others. When he walked through the pieces, he knew we would fall. For Isaiah 46 verse 10 says that it is only him that can tell the future before it even happens. He knew that man cannot be trusted, but yet he willingly gave the life of his only son to save ours. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the sin offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. His goodness towards us is not based on who we are, but on who he is. Moses was a motherer. Jacob was a liar and a cheat. David was an adulterer and a motherer. Yet God showed him mercy. If his mercy was based on who we are, David wouldn't be a man after God's own heart. Abraham wouldn't be his friend. If it were to be based on our actions, he wouldn't give Christ for our sake. For what is man that he is mindful of us? And the son of man that he cares for us. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. His thoughts for us are always thoughts of good. He is committed to loving us, committed to making sure that we arrive at the expected end. We sinned and he took our place on the cross, paid the price with his blood, bled and died for our sake. And through his blood, he made us a son. And yet many of us still broke his heart like the prodigal son. And when he returned back, the father killed a calf. Calfs, we were commonly made use of In sacrifices, often offered as a special sacrifice. The calf was a sign of his acceptance back into the family. Jesus was that fattened calf. It doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, or who you are jesus is that sign on the doorpost that says you're always welcomed home when god made a covenant with abraham it wasn't just to give him a son or prosper his descendants but that drew him all the earth shall be blessed the blessing is that our sins have been forgiven our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. He was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. It was love that made him die for us. It wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross. It was love. No one No one can love us like Jesus. For there is no greater love than the love of God. That he that had no sin died for us even before we could say, I am sorry. For one, we were still sinners. Christ had already died for us have already been slain before the foundations of the world. I sinned, He died. He took my place on the cross, took our place in the tomb, and because of Him we live. There is no love greater than the love that God has for us. Run to God and experience His unfailing love.